I'm Meg. And I'm Tev. And this is Coffee. Meg, Meg and Tev. Tev. I'm excited to be back with you, Meg. I'm excited, Tev. I feel like we haven't sat down in a while. Mm-hmm. We, we shot last week's video tonight, too. Yep. Um, but it's, it's been a while since we sat down, and so for you guys wondering, when we sit down and we get to film, it's kind of get as much done as we can in the time that we can spend together. It's true. Um, and so caught up last week with life changes, learned yeah. a lot about what's going on in your life, a lot that's going, not a lot that's going on in my your life, something that's going on in my life. Um, but this week, I'm, I think I'm even more excited for this week because this week is something that I don't want to say will offend people, but we're going to kind of talk about how not to get offended. Yeah. Um, and this week's topic is thick skin, soft heart. Mm. Thick skin, soft heart. Something I'm learning to do every day. Every day. You guys are really helping me get there. Every day. And what we mean by this when we say thick skin, soft heart is, is we kind of want, I think that as Christians, as, as, as Christians, I would say just human beings, we are called to have thick skin that is not easily offended, that insults don't really get to us. And I understand there are things that get to us and right. offend us, but we, we should have thick skin meanwhile having soft hearts. Mm -hmm. Instead of having you know thin skin and getting offended easily and hard hearts where we just hate people or, you know, thick skin and a hard heart, which there, there are people like that. And, yeah. and sometimes that the stuff that's going on in your life can lead to that. But we want to talk about what it looks like to have thick skin and a soft heart. Yeah. And it's one of those things, you guys, that I feel like if it's ever been more relevant in my life, and I, I feel like the Lord is teaching me anything, it is that. It is to have thick skin and a soft heart. And what Tevin was saying earlier about having thick skin and a hard heart, I think I went through a season of that where I was just like numb to all of it, where I like completely disconnected myself. I went back to kind of um, just keeping everything real surface on social media. You guys, I lived my life on social media, not all of it, but a portion of it. And um, I think there will be times where if I look back, you know, a year ago, I think I went through this phase where I put up a guard to where I guarded my heart, I had thick skin, I lacked compassion, and mm. I just went to this place of being surfaced to protect myself, and that's not always the right thing to do. Um, so we are really excited to, to kind of dive into this topic with you. And as much as this is for everyone, it is for everyone. It's for whether you love Jesus, you don't love Jesus, you're atheist or not. Um, I think there's a real charge to believers for this topic specifically. Yeah. And I, the verse I'm about to read to you guys is one that has been like kind of my heart's verse lately. Like it is just, I speak it over myself over and over again to just kind of give myself like reassurance and to help build having thick skin and a soft heart. Yeah. And it's found in John 15, verse 18. If the world hates you, know that it's hated me before it hated you. I'm gonna keep reading the passage, but I can just hear Jesus like just sitting down and being like, listen, listen, they hated me before they hated you. Like, yeah. don't sweat it. Like I've been there. And then it's just such a relatable verse where when he says that, I feel like you can really hear his heart as Jesus. Um, 
And he goes on to say, if you were of the world, the world would love you as its own. But because you are not of the world, but, hold on, why is this doing this? <clears throat> but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Remember the word that I said to you, a servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. Mm. If they kept my word, they would also keep yours. And for me, like, that's just like so strong, so strong. And it's, it's humbling too, where yeah. he's like, you know, if you're not faced with opposition, if you're not hated, then your you're good chances you're kind of living life safe and kind of of the world where you're just like kind of agreeing with everything and kind of rolling along with the punches and just kind of, you know, surfacey. So to me, it's just such a, it's comforting, but it's also a sharpening verse um, to know that Jesus has kind of felt what we have felt, but also a call um, to be bold as believers. Mm -hmm. And I think it's so, so incredibly important for us to have thick skin and a soft heart because it, um, it allows people to see Jesus, right? Yeah. I think it allows people to see the Jesus in us when we are able to take an insult or take hatred or take, you know, something that's just like so mean. It could be something as stupid as like, I don't like your outfit today. Yeah. Or it could be something like, you're a horrible mom. And those will hurt because words hurt. And I think pain is relevant to the person. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a difference in feeling hurt, but also kind of letting it sink in and take root. And yeah. you start kind of listening to it and it starts to kind of harbor. And you start to think like, well, maybe I am. Or you start to second guess yourself or you start to go into kind of a people pleaser mode. Yeah. Where you don't want to, you don't want to offend anybody. You don't want to share anything. You don't want to share your life. Um, and it's hard not to feel hurt with words. But I think, and what we're talking about next week is identity. But I think kind of having thick skin and knowing your identity in Jesus go hand in hand. Definitely. But being able to have a soft heart so that your response to people reflects Jesus. Yeah, and I think, unlike you said, you had thick skin and a hard heart. I think for me, I struggled because I had thin skin, but a soft heart. Like I would still love people well. I would still kind of, I was very compassionate, but I was also just a wreck because I let everything get to me. Yeah. I let the been insults there. or I let so the whatever it be get to me. And and my my brother always made fun of me growing up because he was like, you're just like, you're so emotional. You're, and, and everything he would say would just make me cry. And, and it, it was really like growing up and learning that like it's okay to to like to hurt mm -hmm. and to have feelings mm -hmm. but also to like grow up and say okay like they might have said that to hurt me but like I'm strong in that because I'm not who they say I am you know what I'm saying and, and that kind of goes with that identity I'm not who they say I am I I am who he says I am mm. um but also I think as as Christians when it comes to this sometimes it can be so easy if we're being honest, to love God, because He's like, good. let's be honest, you don't hear from God audibly all the time, or maybe even never, like I've never heard from him audibly, but, but God is awesome all the time. Like he's so yeah. great. People aren't, people suck no. sometimes. You mm -hmm. know, there's, there's people in the world and we're all messed up, broken people. Yeah. But with that being said, sometimes it's harder to love people. Um, and 
we let what they say or what they do offend us and get to us and so we're like well we're not we're not gonna love them or we kind of play this card of well we're not gonna love them because they don't love us yeah when as christians that's not what we're called to do we're called to say even if they hate us even if they persecute us we love them and it's such it's a tough thing to do sometimes and i know you've learned to to do it kind of in the season of learning how to do it of saying they don't know me they like what they say i'm just gonna push off have thick skin but still love them and you were telling me a little story about that earlier yeah and and i think honestly you guys as a as a believer it's easy like tevin was saying to just be like ugh. But then, like, the Lord calls you to a sweet place. And mm-hmm. I think there's been a lot of times where God has taught me when somebody has said something or taken it to a very deep personal level. And I've list- I've heard it, right? And it hurt me because I, I allowed it to. I chose to. But Jesus and his faithfulness met me right there in that spot and gave me some of the greatest words, like, that I ever been given to share like to share with you guys to write out in a post I think some of my most like authentic things have come right after somebody has said something that is just like painful to me and learning to love people and learning to look at it from a different perspective the bottom line is hurt people hurt people Mm -hmm. like it's not about you they're what they're saying is out of a place of sheer brokenness and you just so happen to be the person in front of them yeah and when you look at it from that perspective and you let the Lord really come in and penetrate your heart and change your perspective, you start to shift and you start to kind of take the words out and you see their face or you see them as who they are and even if you don't know who they are. Um, for me, a lot of time, the hatred I get is very anonymous. But the second my sharp tongue wants to take over, Jesus speaks louder and he says, you know what, they're mine too. Mm-hmm. I died for them too. I yeah. bled on the cross for them too. And I need you right now to let me mend your hurt. Like, Mm. let me take care of your pain. I know it hurts. I know it hurts because it's real, especially if it's people that are close to you. Let me mend your hurt, but please, please show them my love in this moment. Mm -hmm. Please say what you said about me is not true. The bottom line is Jesus loves you. He loves you. And this whole like praying for my haters, like that thing, it's a cool slang and like, goes really cute on a t-shirt, but it is the truest thing that you could ever do is pray because it's really hard to hate someone when you're praying for them. Yeah. Like it's really hard to just be like, oh, like I hate them because what are you going to say to Jesus? Oh, I hate them. Like, no, you know, you get in in the word and you get in his presence. There's something about being in the presence of God that changes your heart. And so I think it's so, so, so important that you take that time when you're met with that hate to love those people so well. And sometimes no response is warranted. There's been plenty of times where people have yeah. said anything and I've just chosen not to respond to it. And I've allowed Jesus to just work in my own heart and take care of me mm-hmm. as his daughter. Then there's been some times where I'll maybe address it as a whole of just, Jesus loves you. I, he loves you too and, and right where you're at. And I'm, I'm going to love you in that place too, no matter how bad you've hurt me in the past. Yeah, one of my favorite quotes is, Martin Luther King Jr. said, hate cannot drive out hate, only love can do that. 
Darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. And we as Christians, I truly believe that we know who, who love is in Jesus and we know who the light of the world is. Mm. And so we have to, when it comes to hate, we have to love. Yeah. When it comes to darkness, we, we know the light. Yeah. And, and so when it comes to those things of, of the world, just so much stuff going on in the world and people hating us or whatever it looks like, we have to do the opposite and do what is right. And I think there's so many pictures in, in the Bible and so many characters in the Bible that we see when it comes to like, when it comes to thick skin and soft yeah. heart. And one of my pastors back home, he drew up this, this diagram and, and I still remember it because it's just, it was just so meaningful to me. And he was like, there are people that have thick skin and a hard heart. And he talks about how Paul or how Saul that was converted to Paul was in that place and he was persecuting Christians and he was a tough guy, but he had the hardest heart. Yeah. And God turned him into somebody that had thick skin and started traveling around the world, being persecuted, being beaten and thrown in jail, mm -hmm. but still had the softest heart to continue to love those people, to love the people that threw him in jail, yeah. to love the people that were persecuting him. And, and he talks about that and he talks about Peter, who was who started out with this this thin skin and a soft heart and just wasn't really the tough guy but like always yeah. loved and how God turned him into somebody that was doing the same thing as, as Paul was literally being persecuted having this thick skin and this very soft heart and like you said in that verse and it just talks about the main character of the Bible yep that Jesus had thick skin and a soft heart mm. And we see that because we see Jesus, this, this man, go to the cross, be brutally beaten, spitting on, made fun of, nailed to a cross, had this thick skin to go through all of this, through the, the, the most excruciating pain that we could ever imagine, meanwhile praying for the people mm. that were doing it. That's yeah. exactly what it means to have thick skin and a soft heart. And that's what we're called to follow after is yeah. be like him. And maybe we're not going through this persecution where we're beaten and thrown in jail. Maybe it's just at your school, you're walking through your school and there's people that make fun of you or that people that just don't like you because you're that Christian or, or maybe it's in your friend group or maybe even in your family mm -hmm. of, Oh, like, what are you doing going to church or that, that Christian stuff is so stupid. And that's the persecution that you're going through. And, understanding that like that's a good thing because the devil is not going to attack somebody that's already spiritually dead no when you go hunting you don't go hunting to to shoot a deer that is already dead like yeah. you don't go try to find a deer that's dead you go hunting to kill something something that's alive and so the devil when he goes hunting and he's trying to attack people He's not going to go after people that are spiritually dead already. No, you're not. He's going to go through the people that have this huge target on their back that are spiritually alive, that are changing the kingdom of God and making heaven more crowded. He's going to go after those people. And so if you're being persecuted, if you're going through things like that, that's a good sign that you're living for Christ. And I'm not talking about uh, people not liking you because you're judging them and being rude. And, and I'm not talking about that. Yeah. I'm talking about if you're living for Christ and you're loving people yet they still hate you, continue to love them. Yeah. 
continue to have that thick skin and that soft heart. And let me tell you something, from experience, do not have this expectation that you're like, all right, well, I'm just gonna love you where you're at and like really just like let God do the war do the rest and then automatically then be like, oh my gosh, like what a response. Like tell yeah. me more about this Jesus. Expect them to come at you harder. There's just like a good chance that they're yeah. even gonna come at you even harder. And I think to protect yourself from it too, um, like a good way to kind of thicken your skin up is to do it with community. To talk 100%. to people that are like, we know, we know you. Like, we love you. This is what God's word says about you. The, yeah. the moment I get any amount of hate on the internet, which, and you guys, I've said this before, I've said it a million times. It is so easy, so easy to lose sight of the big picture and to get caught up on those one or two things that are said about you when you can see like a million other things that are like, this is good and we love you and this is great. And I'm not talking just about social media, I'm just talking about in life in general. It's very easy for a whole day to be ruined by one comment. Like it's easy, especially as women, to allow like one single thing to get under our skin. And it could even be something that our spouse says. I just recently watched um, a sermon from Stephen Furtick where he's talking about, it's actually about marriage and it's talking about small offenses and, and how they kind of build up and, and it can drive a wedge in your marriage because these little things we allow fester and they grow and they harbor. And then before you know it, not getting a card for somebody's birthday has suddenly turned into something massive and because it's harbored in them. Mm -hmm. And he talks about just having like this unoffendable heart. And the, the, the moment I get any amount of hate, that's the very first thing Jack does is he'll grab my face and remind me of what God says about him. Not Jack's opinion of me, but what God's truth says about me. He'll speak that over me. And then he'll say like, baby, have an unoffendable heart. And I think when he first started doing that, I was like, you're taking their side. I mean, I would have like tears like, what do you mean? Like, defend me. And, and he said like, the gospel doesn't need to be defended. Like, Jesus doesn't need you to defend him. He needs you to love these people. Yeah. So don't sit here and say like, I must defend this. I must defend my Jesus. I must defend, like, no. Like, that's where like religion happens. He wants you to love. Yeah. He doesn't want you to go at it with like daggers and pitchforks. Like, I've said it before and I've, I have to eat my words now and the, and the deeper my walk gets with Jesus. I used to say all the time, Jesus didn't call us to be a doormat. Like, actually, yeah, he kind of did. kind of did call us to be a doormat. He kind of did call us to sit there and welcome people and if they step on us, that's what it is. Like, that's actually what he did call us to do. And to learn to have an unoffendable heart is not easy. And it, you're gonna have moments and it's gonna be one of those things where you guys it takes practice. It is not like yeah. you read it one time in the Bible and you're easy. like, well, Jesus says I'm loved and worthy and chosen. And I say it over and over again. And there's times where I forget it for myself. And yeah. I, it is a daily practice. It is honestly something like a skill that you have to like fine tune and constantly be a reminder of. And, and I have found myself, you guys, in very broken places of sitting there after reading something an anonymous email. People love to anonymously email me, which is very interesting. But I'm sitting there and I'm reading it and I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And then all of a sudden, afterwards, I'm like, Jesus, and he's like, baby, gonna have to let it go. Yeah. Gonna have to let it go. And I'm like, no, but like, dad, like you don't understand. Like you don't, I, and he's like, I do understand. I walked through it. I've been there. I know what you're feeling right now because I felt it. That's why I took on flesh so that I could sit here and say like, I felt what you felt. They hated me first. Mm -hmm. They hated me first. And you need to listen, you need to know, number one, who I say you are. It's true, and number two, you need to, you need to know they're broken. Yeah. They're broken, and I died for them too. Died for them just like I died for you. So in this moment, 
Don't let that penetrate your heart. Do not let that break you. Stay strong, stay strong in, in the word. Stay strong in who I am. Know that I, vengeance is mine. I will take care of it how I see fit. It is not your job to convict them. It's not your job to sit there and come back at them. Mm -hmm. It is your job to love them and pray for them. And I promise if you do that, you will learn not only in that moment when you're going through this process of having an unoffendable heart. And if you pray for it, if you pray, Lord, give me an unoffendable heart, I assure you, he will, he will practice it. Like he will put it into practice. And yeah. all of a sudden you're gonna be like, what? Like I'm, I don't understand. And when you're walking God's will, it's when you're gonna have it the most. But in that, the coolest thing happens. And it's, it, it's happening. I mean, like right as we speak, he teaches you to really realize that he is enough, that his opinion is enough and that yeah. you have to be in his presence to feel that to be true. Like you have got to be in this constant walk with Jesus to feel like it's okay. Like, yeah. like take a deep breath. Don't let your stomach knot up. When someone says, when your mother-in-law says something, when, when your friend at school says something, don't like, don't tense up. Just be like, Jesus, like remind me, remind me, remind me. And he does, and he's faithful in that place. And beautiful things are born out of that place. Beautiful things are born out of brokenness. And you just have to be willing to allow him to grow you and and to take the proper steps to, to see what it looks like to have thick skin and, and a soft heart. I feel like I just got like a whole sermon. That's real true like, in my life right it. now. That's, that's awesome and it's just, it's so true. And if you're walking through this and I hope this, I hope this is relevant to you. I hope that this can help you in your walk with Christ of maybe you're going through this persecution. You're like, what do I do? Have a thick skin and a soft heart. Absolutely. And in, a, in that moment, like you'll begin to walk more like Jesus. And I think that's all that we're trying to say here is like, how can we all begin to, to walk more like Jesus? Not only to love more like Jesus, but to live a life more like Jesus as a whole of mm. saying, Wow, like I don't want that thick skin and that soft heart, and um, and there's there's a story, and I probably I don't know if I've shared this story before of Barabbas. <laughs> it just so always amazes me the story of Barabbas, where Jesus, when he's going to the cross, there's this one character named Barabbas, and they come, and it's Pilate, Barabbas, and Jesus, and Jesus and Barabbas are on death row. And Pilate is the one that's making the decision of who do I let go? And on a holy day, they have this tradition where they let one of the prisoners on death row go. And the people start to chant, and I just imagine Pilate being like, who do you want? And the people saying, I want Barabbas. Like, we want Barabbas, free Barabbas. When Barabbas is this rightful thug, murderer. Criminal. Criminal that deserves death. But what has Jesus done? He's, he's healed the blind. He's... He's the son of God, he's done nothing wrong. And they let Barabbas go and Jesus is just standing there. Mm. And, and Jesus is understanding, I, I would be so mad. I'd be like, no, like, that's the wrong one. And I see this story, I'm like, why? Why let him go? Like, like that's not fair, God. Like, and then we have to be humbled and think of who Barabbas really is in that moment. Who is yeah. Jesus really going to the cross for? Is it just Barabbas? Is Barabbas the only one that deserves that death? No. 
That's me. That's you. That's all of us. Everybody chanting that walk free because Jesus had that thick skin to say, no, no, no. I'll take it. Yeah. Because Jesus knew that God had to treat Barabbas. No, God. Jesus knew that God had to treat Jesus like Barabbas, Mm. so that He could treat Barabbas like Jesus, so Mm. that He could treat me and you like Jesus. So when it comes to that thick skin that Jesus had on the cross. It wasn't for, oh, those people that are living. No, it's for me. It's for you. Absolutely. It's for all of us. And we just have to be reminded of that when we feel offended. When we feel like, no, like, this is, I've been wronged. You think you've been wronged. Yeah, right? Like, no, like, God literally gave his son to die the most brutal death on a cross so that you could walk free. Mm. He had thick skin and in the midst of it, while he was dying on that cross, he was saying, I love you. Yeah. Right where you are. And so we have to walk that out and say, I might be being persecuted right now, but I still love them. Yeah. And so Jesus, that's the gospel. And that's what we're called to. Have Absolutely. thick skin. A soft heart. Soft heart, and and then I end with this. You know, when Jesus was hanging on the cross, he said, while he was bleeding and dying, Father, forgive them, for they they know not what they do. Mm-hmm. And I can't help but to think if we took that same position in the middle of our persecution, and not even just pray for them, but in the midst of it, like forgive them, because mm-hmm. they don't know what they're doing right now. If we took that stance, man, this world would look a whole lot different. Mm-hmm. So. We love you guys. Love you guys. Thanks for hanging out with us. I hope that this was good. I hope that you kind of walk away feeling like enlightened, but also that you learned and and you feel empowered and encouraged and inspired. Um, But we are going to be chatting about identity. Identity next week. week, So So, don't miss it. It's going to be awesome. We're excited. Tune in. Love you guys. Love y'all. See ya.